When we say black lives matter, we're, we're not saying that white lives don't matter. We're saying we're trying to use our voice. We're tired and we'll take anybody that wants to stand with us. Welcome to Hard Candy and Fruit Snacks. I'm Gloria Harrison, a TV producer living in New York. And I'm Carrie Clifford, an actor and writer living in Los Angeles. We first met in elementary school outside Boston. When I was part of a program that bused kids from the inner city to school in the suburbs. We're going to talk about privilege and disadvantage. And about what it's like to move from one world to another without really feeling at home in either. In this podcast, we're having conversations about race. And the awkwardness that comes with learning about people from another culture. So when all this Black Lives Matter started and um, the George Floyd and everything, I had questions. And I really, you were my person that I was like, I am just going to ask Gloria. And I want to tell you what some of the confusion was for me. Do you remember when on social media, we all sort of like blacked out our squares on Instagram and Facebook? Yes. Yep. In, in solidarity. And I did that. And then there was kind of this message of like, no, don't put a black square because then you're blacking out black voices. We need to amplify black voices. And so then people were posting a lot about like different, I don't know, black writers and artists and singers and, and showing allegiance in that way. And I honestly was like, <laughs> so now should I be ashamed that I put up the black square? <laughs> right. And, you know, and I took it down and I just, I've sort of felt since then that, I am like tiptoeing a little bit because it's like, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I want to be an ally. I want to be supportive. But then you do one thing and then you're told not to do that. And I literally was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to Gloria and just see like <laughs> as a friend who is black, like what does she think? You know, and that was sort of my motivation originally when I called you during this time. But do you remember that whole? I do. And, and, you, and you know what I would say to you? It's how I live my life is I just try to follow my heart. You know, when I'm looking and I saw that, I didn't participate in it because honestly, I feel the way you do, but I also feel rage some days. I feel like crying some days. I said, I don't know exactly just how you feel. I don't know how to fix it. And right. I'm a black female and I feel like I'm drowning. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is crazy. You know, we're 2020. We're still going through this. And I mm -hmm. think the George Floyd, I'm with you. Like to watch that video, man, I cried. My kids were like, mom, stop watching the news. Stop right. watching. My husband's like, you got to stop watching. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. And then I turn it back on, you know, right. because we've got the pandemic. We're fighting for that. We're fighting for right. our lives in that way. And then we're fighting for Black Lives Matter. And I would say to you, follow your heart in terms of you can't go by like on Instagram. This may be acceptable this week. Right. 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 And then on Twitter, this is acceptable the next week. So I find that it was driving me crazy. And if right. I feel like I want to donate to Black Lives Matter, then I'm going to donate. If right. I want to go to go and protest with my children, then I'm going to do that. I just said, I have to look at myself, my family, look at myself in the mirror and say, what is it that I think that I could do that could be helpful? Right. And when I say follow your heart, okay, yeah, heart, we've known each other. So to me, it makes sense. And when you called me, I didn't even know what you were calling me about. And, right. I, and when you said it to me, I'm on the phone like, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm trying to do all that. 
<laughs> I'm like, where are we going with this? And then I, you know, I was like, you know what? This is good because I've been racking my brain too. So imagine right. like you're white, I'm black. We're both sharing the same feelings. We're both right. feeling like we're drowning for different reasons. And that's welcome to America. I think a lot of people are going through this. Right. A lot of people, you know, are hurt and, and it's on both sides of the aisle, economically, mm-hmm. racially, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, uh, those that are educated, those that are not, the, the common bond is that we, we're hurting and that we see the injustice. Right. So right. We, we do share that in and, and common and, and I feel you and I don't right. have the answers, but I know that talking about it helps, you know, and taking baby steps to be, um, you know, to, to, in your own right, do what feels right. Do what feels good. Did you ever face any resistance just in the last few months about the Black Lives Matter? Like, did you encounter people who were like, Black Lives Matter, but don't all lives matter? Or that kind yes, of Yes, yes. And here's the thing. I had not personally said to me, but I, you can find me on a nightly basis talking to the TV um, <laughs> and screaming because... When it comes to that, I feel like all lives matter has been the case since the beginning of time. And right. to me, when you say all lives matter, in my mind, as a black woman, that means you, you're saying all white lives matter. That's what I right. take that as. And I think some other people take that as the same thing. So what we're saying is when we say black lives matter, we're, we're not saying that white lives don't matter. We're saying we're trying to use our voice. We're tired and we'll take anybody that wants to stand with us and walk with us hand in hand and try to begin to fix this. So when I hear all lives matter, I feel some kind of way, to be honest with you. I'm like, no, you've been mattering. What do you mean? You've mattered since day one. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had someone explain it to me that was sort of like, yes, all lives matter. But right now, let's focus on the black ones, you know, right. that it's like, because I think some people took it as like, what are you talking about? Black lives matter. My lives matter. I'm, you know, I'm gay or I'm Hispanic or I'm white or whatever. And it's like, no, we're not saying that that doesn't matter. It's just that right now, let's give a little attention. Yeah, we need, we is need some love. We need some attention. Yeah. <laughs> we're feeling some kind of way. And I look at the signs, seriously, in Connecticut and New York, the big yellow signs, Black Lives Matter, people going and like, like defacing it. Why? And you know yeah. what's crazy? In New York, I saw a black woman defacing Black Lives Matter. I'm like, what really? the hell? Yeah, I don't even understand that. I'm like, honey, did somebody pay you? I'm really confused. She might be a part of the whole thing too. Her mindset is that all lives matter. It's very confusing right. to me though, as a black woman, she's a black female. Why in the right. hell would you put red all over it? And she, yeah. honestly, she's gotten caught multiple times. I'm, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but do you have a problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And when I say to you, like, I'm not saying, I know, and I I know you trust in what I'm saying. All lives do matter. We're all human beings. We do matter. But right now we are going through something. And now that we're able with technology, getting it on tape. Yeah. We have to hold people accountable because you know what that tells me, Carrie, that this has been going on for years, for decades, you know? And that's, and I, and I've heard like other black people say that, that it's like, 
this is the, the black person saying like, we've been dealing this, we've been seeing this, you know, this has been in our conscious. It just hasn't been in the national conscious, yes. you know, cause it's like, for me, like, I don't always pay attention to those news stories. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously I know about the main ones that are happening now, but for certain black people, that's just it was more of a regular occurrence than we were giving it the attention. Right. And listen, um, I think it was James Brown. You know, I'm not good with details. But when I, <laughs> when I, when I was younger, I think he did uh, say it loud. I'm black and I'm yeah. proud. Right. So, yeah, so back right. in the day, I remember my parents listen. I'm like, oh, that's y'all singing that out loud. They're like, feel proud. You know, it's. So when I say it, it's been like, we've seen it in rap songs, we've seen it in R&B. People have been talking about it for, for years, about yeah. what we've been going through. And I think now people have gotten to the point that they're tired and they're going to speak up. And, and certainly when you have video, um, although we've seen video before, somehow though, this time it feels different. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, we're not going to, people are speaking up now in their jobs and yeah. corporations and the school systems, things, you know, and I'm from the generation of, I would just kind of keep quiet, go home yeah. and talk about it and really just pray about it and, and don't rather any feathers. I don't, yeah. you know, I, I didn't want to get in trouble, but I'm looking yeah. at my children and the children after they're like, oh no, this is wrong. Right. And not only right. just black children that are saying it's wrong, it's everybody saying it's wrong. Hispanic, yeah. Asian, white, People yeah. are saying this isn't going to work. We're tired of seeing people treated like this. So when I, I do respect and I understand that all lives matter, they really do. But exactly what you said, black lives, they're going through something right now and they right. need uh, attention. And it's, it's something that's just not going to go away. I don't think. Right. I know. I, I wish there was more that I could do, but hopefully... I mean, it is a movement and it does feel like we're part of something, you know, there's hasn't been that much attention focused on this in our lifetime, you know? Right. So it's amazing that it is like, we can take time to focus on Black Lives Matter and police brutality. And hopefully there is a change. With all the Black Lives Matter stuff, I've literally found myself, even though I'm wearing a mask, I want to take down my mask when I pass a Black person and be like, I am so sorry. Just, you, you know, and it's like- Wait, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm going to repeat this. We're going to do an episode called I'm So Sorry. You just triggered something in me. Go back to when we were younger, middle school. We would do Black History Month. I lie to you now. I just had the chills. Black History Month, we would talk about roots. And I would be in the class, the only black student, or maybe there was one other, and like 50% of the white kids would turn around and they would lean and I would be crying, hysterically crying. And some of them oh would God. cry too. And they would say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, why come you don't fucking play with me at recess? Right. If you're sorry, right. if you're sorry, don't tell me you're sorry. What are you doing to fix it? So when you said right. that, not you, but how many times did I go through that when I was like, why are they, I said to my mom, why do they tell me they're sorry? She said, well, you're black, they're black, they're, you know, um, they were enslaved and they're looking, this is the only thing they see, right? They see Mecco students and they see um, people taken from Africa, thrown on ships, beaten, and they would turn around, Christ, and be like, why are they all looking at me? Right. 
Why do they? And some would say, and I believe them. They said, I'm sorry. And then some of them would be smirking. I'm like, wow. So can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, you, that is, we have so much to unpeel. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to go to a therapist. Girl, I got you. you I know. know. We, vice I know. versa. We can just work this out. We are going to work totally. it out. Totally. Because no, there's a lot. Because it's true. I mean, I probably was one of those people saying I'm sorry because I still feel like that. I still feel when this stuff goes on, you know, I do feel like a certain responsibility, even though it's like I didn't personally do it. But I don't know. Maybe my ancestors did. I don't know. Right. Like enough. Do you do you but, get offended? Like when I just got up, I get excited about it when I say, don't tell me you're sorry, because actions speak louder than words. It, 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 and I know some people generally do mean it and they're moving it forward. Like they're, right. they're trying to figure out what they can do on their own end in their individual life to make the world right. a better place. And for those, I'm saying thank you. But then the ones who say, sorry. Right. You're right. There's different ways of it. Like, and, and you know, by me saying, I'm sorry, it's making me feel better. Right. Is and it making you feel better? a damn thing for me, honey. Exactly. But it's making me feel like, and that's what I'm suffering from now, that it's like, I don't know how to fix all the Black Lives Matter, you know, but I. I'll tell you how you I fix it. Have... I'll tell you how you fix it. What you're doing now, one day at a time. Honestly, one. That's how I fix Black Lives Matter. I'm raising three children. You're raising a son. We are going to do better. We are going to do better yeah. than our parents. And that's how you fix it. One day at a time, trying to look at yourself in the mirror. And that includes me and being genuine and saying, how right. do I treat another person even if they look different from me, even if right. they make more money than me, even if I feel like they're privileged, that doesn't give me a right to disrespect them. And at the same right. token, I feel like people who are disadvantaged, all they want, Carrie, is the same respect. Right. Like how hard did I have to get to where I'm going and I'm still not good enough? Come on, people. Come on, right. America. Wake up. We wanted to close this episode by listing the names of the victims of police brutality. But sadly, the list keeps growing. We are both supporting the Black Lives Matter movement by making donations to BLM and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. We're working to support Black businesses and to amplify Black voices. We created this podcast to share our stories and hopefully inspire more conversations about race. You've been listening to Hard Candy and Fruit Snacks with my mom, Gloria. And my mom, Carrie. This episode was produced by Frank Valida, Carrie Clifford, Gloria Harrison, and an ACL joint production. With the music by Alex Skolnick Trio. Check them out at Alex golnick.com Tune in next time to hear more from our moms. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.